0: flannel kicks listeners this is a little bonus episode that we are throwing you this week for free i uh, mean they're always for free <laughs> oh uh you don't see the profits off the episodes that we release. i have not yet received any monies. i thought the checks were going to your house i get the no. checks well what are you
1: doing with those checks are you just tearing them in half and sending me half and you keep half
0: no i mean i put them in my bank account well, what that doesn't do anything for my bank. I thought that, like, a separate set of checks was being delivered to your house. No, that's not been happening. Well, let's not worry about it on the podcast. We'll, we'll worry about uh, the logistics maybe, later. How much are we talking here? Am I, it's, it's not something we should be discussing on air. You can figure that out on your own I, time. I feel like I'm missing out on dozens of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Take it up with Brenda and accounting.
1: I feel like I'm missing out on what could be literally dollars. No, no, no. Brenda and accounting will handle. There maybe isn't she accounting. Ha- There's no Brenda. You've not. You're Brenda. You've not met Brenda and accounting. We point maybe, me to the accounting office right now. I maybe, will go talk to
0: Brenda. Maybe she doesn't have your correct mailing address. I turned in my W two. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Did you set up a direct deposit with Flannel Cakes Corp? I have not yet. I have a direct deposit account. The well, checks that I. How get? about you directly deposit some money into my wallet right now? I feel like this is a thing you're going to have to work out on, on your own. Look, it, not, now is not the time to discuss it. We have an in- episode to intro. Listen, Brenda. Okay. <laughs> now I want th- my fucking money. <laughs> now is not the time. Okay. Am I going to have to take this up with Charles and HR? Because you're getting a little hostile. This is the longest bit we've ever <laughs> done on an intro. It's time to wrap it up. Uh, so anyway, this week we're bringing you a little extra content, uh, just because you know we're we're new to iTunes and we want to give you as much content as we can to thank you for your continued uh, activity. I know some of you are going to iTunes to subscribe and rate and review and comment on episodes, and if you haven't done that yet, we please want you to continue that. But this episode is just a short little fun discussion we had about this weekend we went to Indiana Comic Con And we just talked about all the fun different things we saw there and what that was like Yeah, conventions are fun, and they're freeing safe spaces I mean, we we, we kind of mm. promote that this is a nerd podcast, but sometimes we don't talk about nerd things And that's what this is all about, this is a lot of nerd talk Zero Tinder talk on this whole episode so. Dare I say zero poop talk either We did. You know, I think you're right. All right. Well, um, enjoy this extra bonus episode, and um, we'll see you at the next convention.
1: That didn't make
0: sense. Sure. Sure. This intro started with the longest bit we've ever did, and ended with us just making dumb noises into
1: the microphone. Yeah. That wasn't dumb noises, that was Swedish onomatopoeia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have an adult podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. Talk to Brenda. Oh,
1: sorry. For a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible But today it just doesn't feel possible Let's talk about life and death and everything between Things that keep you up the night and idiosyncrasy Public matter, medicates and matches you can't see Good leads to where the nature of reality Let's talk about life and death and everything between Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV <clears throat> Cause they say we're in, I don't even know, like Hazy or something Where you'd be like, why the fuck are they here? Uh, to, they were, Seems like they,
0: people would be on board with what
1: they, they... They were protesting the Catholic Church this time. And, uh... So... He's like, anyone want to come protest with me? And I, I couldn't because was here. And I, I sent him a message that was like... I protest them every day by having hot anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And then... He, he posted a thing like, bucket list success... Uh... I successfully protested the Westboro Baptist Church. I was like, by successfully protested, do you mean that they gave up and we'll never hear
0: from them again? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are the ultimate winner?
1: Uh, I'm ready for my Andre the Giant here. Let's open you
0: know you have to buy it from me if it's Andre, what? right? You,
1: you said you were going to give it to me. <laughs>
0: Much, I mean, should do I dare say something very unpopular about the uh, the Westboro Baptist Church on our podcast? That you like them? No, I don't like them. I just don't believe in protesting them. Yeah. It's what they want. No, what they want is something way different. No, they're they trolls. They want the attention.
1: Do you think they're trolls?
0: Yes, I do. They are... Uh, First Amendment lawyers who want to use their First Amendment rights and then have them violated by police because things get out of control because of protesters, and then they will ultimately sue someone because their First Amendment rights were violated. Let's save this. Save it. We're rolling, buddy.
1: Oh. You just tricked me right in there. Uh, That's
0: why I said, do I dare say an unpopular... Um, I can I say something unpopular in the privacy of my apartment when there's not a hot microphone, but there's a hot microphone between us right now.
1: Um, the gain's all the way up. It's very hot.
0: We'll turn the gain down. Put it at half
1: We're at half-er. Uh, yeah,
0: but so... no, that's like a thing that not many people know, and I know it makes me unpopular to say that, but I'm sorry, everybody. They're fucking with you. They want you to get all riled up and come down there and cause a big fuss, and then I... the police have to get involved, and then they get shut down.
1: I bet you that uh, there are some people who are involved in creating that movement that are what you said, First Amendment lawyers, trying to to cause issues. But they have followers. What I would like to do at their protests—they um, used to sell this stuff at like carnivals and things. It was really popular when I was a kid, uh, called fart spray, <laughs> and it was. You know, it, it was just an aerosol can, kind of like you would get Silly String in, except all it did was spray out fart smells. And it was very, 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 very bad smelling. It was pretty bad smelling. It wasn't as strong as you would like. You know, when you're buying a can of fart spray, you have high expectations as a kid. It's like, I remember it was real bad. It's like x ray goggles, you know, when you buy that stuff out of like a comic book. You're like, oh. Did you
0: buy that stuff out of the back of a comic book? No, but I always thought about it. L- luckily, my parents. Are you parents not hearing what I'm saying, though? They want you to come do that shit.
1: Yeah, but if you just walk by and you you, you just squirt out some fart spray <laughs> You're not going to jail for using I know, fart spray but what in I'm a public area. Is that like say But you... they're gonna have to deal with that fart smell. If they want <laughs> if they want to have their voices heard and they want to get okay. people riled up, then they can deal with my fart spray smell when but they're I ge- out there doing it.
0: I guess I didn't mean you were gonna come by and like I didn't know you were going to come by and discreetly drop a little. I thought you were going to, like, fucking fart bomb them and then, you know, cause a, a big panic and then a riot breaks out. And Smoke I'll... bombs maybe would be good too. Just to, just, okay. like, do you harmless... not hear what I'm saying? They're yeah. trolls. Yeah. And I'm saying troll the trolls. It doesn't make me like the movie <laughs> Red State any less. <laughs> I still think it's a great movie. Yeah. I think,
1: uh, I, I, I think, unfortunately, there's people like that out there, and those people latch on to this movement, whether it's real or not.
0: Yeah? Yeah. But what does that have to do with it? I want them to smell farts. (laughs) You ready to open these toys? Oh, you going to open them on mic, huh? Yeah. This is an unboxing audio. Very rare. (laughs) I feel very confident that I have an Undertaker right here. Okay. But it might be a Ric Flair, and if so, I'm going to cry with excitement. Okay. Oh, shit. It's Warrior. I already have Warrior. Damn it. Wait, should we say what we're doing? I didn't even say that we're opening wrestling Maverick toys. is opening some little wrestling figures that he bought. Oh, I forgot to feel this one before I opened it, but the, it's Iron Sheik. At the Comic Convention in Indianapolis. So I got Iron Sheik and Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, hey, guys, already,
1: we went to Indiana Comic-Con.
0: Let me uh, let me make this podcast official by putting my headphones on. Ooh, it's like, oh,
1: okay, we're ready to begin. It's like
0: we're really podcasting yeah. now. Right. Let's talk about Comic-Con. All right. The highlight, I think, for both of us was that they did a thing. There was a lot of uh, famous voice actors there as like, celebrity guests. I'm really guests. sorry that
1: I made you go to that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was a little skeptical about this. I thought it was going to be lame, but you Jack were talked real me into... skeptical.
1: Not only were you skeptical, but other friends of ours that were there opted out of going. They were just like, "No," and yeah, they left,
0: and it was fun. <laughs> um, if you follow us on Facebook, recently Jack posted a video of uh, Maurice LaMarche, who is known for playing the Brain from Pinky and the Brain, and the guy who played Pinky. I can't remember. You posted a video. I think it was Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, yeah. Uh, it was them doing the Royale with Cheese scene from Pulp Fiction. Uh, and I guess that was at another convention. Well, they did something similar at this convention. They had uh, several of the famous voice actors that were there for the convention doing a live reading of the script for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It was It was a lot of fun, and they... At
1: each scene break, they would uh, reassign roles yeah. to each
0: voice actor, and the moderator would throw out a different character. Sometimes they were doing like famous cartoon characters that are known for playing. Sometimes it was just like, oh, well, Richard Horvitz does a really funny Woody Allen, so now uh, the Jawas are going to be Richard Horvitz as Woody Allen. Right. Uh, that, that was a lot of fun um, Grey Gray Delisle yeah. was in there She's known for Powderpuff Girls And uh, three the, of the ninja Adventures T- of Billy and Mandy We had Billy and Mandy Yeah, both of them were there And then we had uh, all, all three ninja or Sorry, three of the four Ninja Turtles yes. were there And Janet Rob, Varney Rob Paulson was the one that did, he uh, didn't make it Oh, he's the other guy I didn't know that, okay And then uh, Janet Varney from Legend of Korra yes. Was also on the panel uh, The funniest part of all of it that like it was the audience loved it so much they had to like bring it back a couple times. Oh yeah. Was Maurice Lamarche as Princess Leia as Yosemite Sam.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> hearing him yell help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. As like a riled up Yosemite Sam. <laughs> It was oh, over and over because in that scene, <laughs> yeah, it just keeps playing on repeat. <laughs>
0: it's the uh, 1970s equivalent yeah. of a GIF.
1: Yeah, Every, everyone is
0: continuing on with the scene, and he's in the background the whole time <laughs> as Yosemite Sam. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, way funnier than I thought it was going to be, and I'm really glad we got to see that. Uh, I, I was. Uh, especially
1: happy when uh, the tick made an appearance
0: yeah one of the ninja turtles is known for playing the tick and so he i think he was luke as the tick yes okay yeah it just it was it was a it was a really great experience i'm glad we did that a lot of fun uh i'm just hopping around to different notes that i have here let's talk about some cosplay we saw this weekend uh i saw a very sexy ewok that was my favorite thing. you saw jessica negri I believe so. It as was, an Ewok. people I, I, know that name. You can I, say it. I didn't like go through
1: the whole. There was a line. These these gals are so well known for their cosplay that they're like they have a fan
0: base. Well, Jessica Negri is an attractive lady.
1: She is an attractive lady. Yes.
0: Um, there are I, several I wrote, attractive ladies. As for under cosplay stuff, for a note, I wrote that we saw. You know, when you go to a convention, you can kind of tell what the hot trends are that year by looking at the cosplay. Like, I remember the first time we ever and went to vendors. a... vendors. Con- yeah. But I remember the first time we ever went to a convention was C2E2, and that was probably four years ago, you would I, say? I believe it was four years. Uh, and I remember thinking holy shit, everyone here is dressed as someone from Adventure Time. There was a lot of Adventure Time. There was a lot of Borderlands. Um, no, it wasn't that much Borderlands. I saw several groups. Okay, but several groups is nothing compared to every time you turn the corner, there's yeah. a Finn or a Jake.
1: And I think there, there's also a difference. This is kind of a fun thing about it, is you can go into it with any commitment level you want, and there's some people who do over, like, 100% movie or, or comic accurate costumes that are, like, very specific and very detailed. And then there's some people who just do, like, a casual, like, these, these are
0: pajamas. I saw a lot of Bob's Burgers ones like that
1: this weekend. Right, that are kind of, like, things
0: that you just have around, and it. it's fun to go and, and be the character or, or play as. But know. then another fun trope that you see with costumes at these conventions is taking a character that you love but then putting a completely weird twist on it. Like, my favorite that we saw this weekend was was a guy who had what in any other context would have been an incredibly detailed thor costume like a yeah. like a, a what's that actor's name it was a chris hemsworth style thor yeah. costume very detailed very very good except he put like a twist on it that he was a cheerleader also yeah. he was
1: wearing like a short skirt and a fuzzy like kitty cat legging thing <laughs> yeah and, and and kitty ears and he had
0: whiskers painted on his cheeks right <laughs> and then just talking about the twist costumes we saw like Every kind of Deadpool that you could imagine and, this weekend. And there's always uh, gender bending. Yeah. Well, anyway, the reason I brought all this up is you're talking about trends that you see this year. I did. This didn't surprise me. Half of this surprised me, and half of it didn't. Yeah. What I was going to say is, we saw a shitload of Margot Robbie Harley Quins. We saw yeah. one like traditional Harley Quinn all weekend, and probably a hundred Margot Robbie Harley Quinns. There was quite a few, you yeah. know. But we saw almost no Jared Leto jokers. I saw a few attempts. Most
1: of them were walking around with the uh, the Harley Quinn as a, a couple. A few, but, yeah. like,
0: like I saw a ton of Heath Ledger jokers this weekend. Still still the big one. I, I, I'm surprised, though. Like, why is everyone latching on to this Margot Robbie? Because it's an easy costume. <laughs> is that why? I think so.
1: I don't know. I think people are looking forward to Suicide Squad. I'm not personally. I feel
0: like cosplayers don't care about easy.
1: Maybe the the people who are really into it. But like I said, you can enter into that with any level of commitment that you want, or you could wear uh, a white t shirt and an apron and your bob from Bob's Burgers. You know
0: what? Maybe it's not just about about how easy it is to put the costume together, it's about the ease of wearing it all weekend. That's another wearing, thing. Wearing, like, do. the Harley Quinn bodysuit all weekend is difficult, but wearing, like, yeah. the booty shorts and the t-shirt and the fishnets... With a purse. Yeah, like... Yeah. Oh, you yeah. have... You, it comes with a fucking backpack. Yeah. Like, which is the thing you need at a convention. Um, there's a...
1: I don't remember which... I think it was Indie PopCon last year. There was a guy who had this extremely elaborate, like... Detailed, well crafted alien xenomorph costume. He yeah. was like a the alien flying queen or yeah. something like that. And he had, you know, like a giant uh, helmet, like mask, headgear, yeah. whatever you want to call it. He had all this stuff that like strapped onto and even his boots were like made fashioned into these like giant platform style boots that had the xenomorph feet on them. Okay. But the guy couldn't walk, like, he couldn't move around, plus everyone was stopping him for photos. Yeah, he's there to take pictures. He basically didn't get to do anything, Yeah. and I had heard about, oh, you gotta see this, you gotta see this. By the time I saw that guy, he was walking around in a black unitard, (laughs) or a bodysuit, with just those boots on, walking awkwardly on,
0: like... 8 inch platforms that had alien feet on the bottom but everybody gets different things out of conventions so if that's right. what the convention is for him is taking pictures with people on this costume you yeah, works really hard showing on showing off him.
1: your costume and getting to see other people's enjoyment of it
0: yeah, yeah the best example I ever saw of that was do you remember I don't even remember what convention it was do you remember we once saw like a 15 foot tall bumblebee yes and it was it like, was the same one yeah. it, it looked real I it thought did. it It was, like, the most realistic costume I've ever seen. I'm not convinced
1: we didn't encounter a Transformer. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like a real Transformer. I thought that up to that point, I assumed that the films uh, were, you know, CG. But I'm not sure that they didn't just cast actual (laughs) alien transforming robots. Because, I mean, we saw one.
0: If if they're looking for a new guy to work in their their props department... That it guy was, it was moving around it was talking
1: there was blinking lights on it and everything we also saw uh, some interesting
0: transforming robots today yes we, <laughs> we were at a toy booth and uh looking at just like the different uh toys they had and there was a series called transformable robot trucks yeah <laughs> it was just like knockoff transformers yeah Trans- uh, it was transformables robot truck and the, <laughs> then there was a <laughs> like a like a bad guy counterpart and it I have a picture of it on my Transformables phone. Robot Defender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like we got to talking to the guy who had the booth about it and he was just talking about how he loves like Chinese knockoff toys. He said there was a series he saw, a Chinese knockoff series that was supposed to be like Justice League, but it was like the alliance of everything that's right or something like that and it was like something lost in translation it was like superman and shrek together in a package that that is everything right yeah i'm looking at the transformable robot truck and the transformable bot defender right now we'll post those on our facebook uh do you want to say anything about the green ranger guy you saw
1: yeah this is i mean this is kind of a a funny goof kind of teasing this guy a little bit but it's also really awesome When I got there on Friday, uh, I had to go alone on Friday and uh, pick up our passes, and I got there, and Friday's like the slower day because people are working or going to school, and I I walked into the back of the convention center, and I was walking around, and there's just all empty corridors
0: and and just deserted You said you were worried you were in the wrong place. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, like... Which is a hard feeling to have in a convention center. Right. Well, it's it's so
1: big that they could have... They actually did have several conventions going on at the same time. Yeah, event. yeah. But I, I was wandering around. I was like, oh, man, I, I hope this is right. I, I didn't want to, like, walk for miles indoors <laughs> trying to find where it was. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I see this very heavy set gentleman <laughs> wearing uh, Green Ranger, like, pajamas... With his face painted completely metallic gold. (laughs) And he's muttering to himself. And like, as I get closer, I realize this guy, he seems agitated. He's moving around a lot. He's like getting up out of his seat. My first thought was, did he have a Bluetooth earpiece on?
0: No. Okay. Uh,
1: And he's moving around and he's just like muttering and kind of like talking and laughing to himself. And I was like, well, I know I'm in the right place. I hope. (laughs) But I was like should I be worried? Is this guy okay? And I, I was like, it's it's a funny sight to just see a, you know, kind of a, a big guy with a bunch of gold face paint wearing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. green ranger pajamas. Yeah. And and I believe he had a fanny pack.
0: Well, uh, I mean, you gotta right, carry
1: your stuff, I guess. A belt pack, whatever you want to call it. and uh, He probably calls it a utility belt. Yeah, probably. But I was like, hey, fucking good for that guy. Because... <laughs> Like, in day-to-day life, I could imagine that guy getting a lot of shit. Sure. But he's at the place now where he can blend in completely, and he's not weird, he's not standing out. I mean, this is his moment. He's having a good time. and Like, I wish that I didn't have have to, like, remember this, but whenever I was younger, like, it was not cool to be nerdy. That's a thing that's happened recently, and when I was in high school... If you liked, you know, like cartoons or or Pokemon or whatever, like you were not one of the cool kids. I was not one of the cool kids. No. And, and I like my love of Star Wars did not give me <laughs> anything to talk about with anyone that went to my school. I just got made fun of for. It. So like, you people were, were
0: not impressed by how encouraged. much comic book knowledge I had.
1: Yeah, you were encouraged to like bury your nerdiness if you wanted to get through high school. <clears throat> it wasn't necessarily supported or nurtured or definitely not shared by other people and now these conventions are coming around and being like more and more common it's it's mainstream they're getting bigger but yeah and now people are like oh nerdy is cool and yeah like, well, well fuck you guys but yeah well we've where, discussed that where were you <laughs> but it's also great to see like these people who are
0: like coming up now like younger kids and stuff don't have to worry about that um we got distracted by adam coming in there but uh I don't know what you were saying, but I'm just going to jump in with my own thing here. You were talking about how we we liked this stuff back when it was not cool, and you were talking about how it was almost encouraged it, to well, suppress I, it. Yeah. But I like to think that I was one of the early people to let my, my you know, to use a silly expression here, to let my geek flag fly. Like, okay. I've always been a loud and proud nerd. Do you feel like you suppressed that stuff? or No, I was... Uh... Loud and proud and unpopular. <laughs> uh, uh, but
1: eventually in high school, I mean, I got nerdier over different things like music and stuff that also no one liked. So, <laughs> so I still was uh, derided for uh, that kind of thing. But eventually, um, like, it, I feel like in college I got more comfortable with myself and I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck what you think. I, I like Star Wars a lot and I don't need you to be okay with it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's this thing that I heard one time heard CM Punk say in an interview that has always spoken to me really well, and you know how much I am obsessed with him. He's, yeah. we, I feel we are very kindred spirits. Uh, Punk probably doesn't feel the same way. Eh, he probably didn't give a sure. shit. I think kindred spirits are supposed to feel that way about each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I've heard Punk say before that when he was in high school, he liked all these things that alienated him from other kids. Yeah, but it continued to grow to where he liked so many niche social cultures Mm -hmm. that the group of friends that he could have became smaller and smaller and he he, it was almost like like a like a a self-punishment thing that he kept liking these new things that alienated him from more and more people you know first he liked comic books and and star wars and stuff like that then he got into punk music and that Mm -hmm. alienated him from the people who didn't like both of those things and then he got into pro wrestling and if people didn't like all three of those things then he was alienated from those people right And I've always felt a, a sense of connection to that, too. But what's cool about that is
1: he has so many of those interests now that you don't have to, like, only be friends who like all the same things. You've just expanded what you like. Like, well, you have things to talk about that with may be a true for different me. people, and you can relate to more groups
0: of people. That may be true for me, but CM Punk is a person who is universally known for not being so nice to strangers, and so I think <laughs> yeah. I think Punk kind of likes it that there's a very select few group of humans on this planet who could be classified as one of his friends. Um, m- maybe he doesn't care that and he and I like all the
1: group that could
0: be classified as
1: kindred spirits. <laughs>
0: I don't think he would care that he and I like all the same things, but uh, I I don't know. I've never met him. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, Let's...
1: Maverick, we have a surprise guest today. <laughs> He's here right now. Please come in. You. It's Maverick's funny because dog. I've never...
0: Maverick's dog is the, the special guy. <laughs> Um, Speaking of conventions just drawing people from all walks of life, we saw this yeah. hoodie this weekend that I just wanted to just uh, get uh, on the hot mic, just I... get... I love this. Our thoughts about their out. We saw a guy wearing a hoodie that said, Real motherfuckers love Jesus. Need Jesus. Need Jesus. Like, whatever. Yeah. I, like, what is that about? I don't know, but it made me laugh. I have mixed feelings about <laughs> if, it for if sure.
1: nothing else, it's amusing to me. Amusing. Well, we just, the, the juxtaposition of motherfuckers and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's hard to say if it's sarcastic. Or if it's if he's one of those guys he's in that sort of a uh, new school Christian who's like come as you are rough and tumble like uh, yeah I'm a man and I like to drink and swear but I also love the Lord I think the real test would be to see what Donald Trump thinks about that hoodie
0: Well, what does he think about it now, or what does he think about it in 10 minutes when someone else asks him? (laughs) I mean, I just feel like that's something Donald Trump would say when there's not a microphone around. I feel like that's something he would say when there's a microphone around. (laughs) I don't know if there's any difference. Um, Let's talk about Janet Varney. Um, One cool thing that happened this weekend. Lovely lady she was lovely. One cool thing that happened this weekend is uh, we, we normally don't give away what upcoming guests we have, but we did get um, comic book writer and novelist Joe Lansdale screen
1: and producer.
0: Yeah, um, he wrote Bubba Hotep if you've ever seen that movie. Um, he wrote it, several episodes for Batman the Animated series. For, some of the best regarded ones of for, it. Yes, uh, uh, for Superman. He's, he's just He's been all over the place. Um. So anyway, we got him on the podcast, which we're really excited about. That'll be coming out in a few weeks. Uh, we, it was the first time ever on this podcast that we watched a cartoon where we were sitting there with the guy who wrote it. So look out yeah. for that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But uh, we also got a yes from the aforementioned Janet Varney from The Legend of Korra. And the JV Club podcast. Yeah. Uh, she agreed to do the show. However, I didn't mean to, you know, get your hopes up there, but we didn't actually record it. Uh, It turns out her schedule was too busy. And she wasn't able to do it, but she – this is genuine. I don't mean she was just like blowing smoke up her ass. She genuinely thought we had a really cool idea for a podcast. She was very excited to do it, and I know that she worked very hard to try to find a slot for us and just couldn't make it happen. She was a
1: very nice, polite lady.
0: She was extremely nice. Uh, So we uh, went up to her at her autograph signing booth and just said hi and said thank you for trying so hard. We gave her a button and a sticker, and she was uh, the nicest – I mean she was so incredibly cordial to us and and could have been a total dick and said – why the fuck are you guys bothering me? But she was she, she was very been, nice. She could have been a real CM Punk and said that. <laughs> I, I mean, she could have said yeah. nothing to us. We we emailed yeah. a lot of people at this convention who said nothing to us yeah. in response, and she actually tried really hard. So, yeah. so so thanks. take that for thanks what it's to, worth. Thanks to Ms. Varney, who's just a swell gal. Yeah, she was great. Um, she, let's and get, and a possible future guest. Ma- yeah, maybe maybe she is. I don't know. Uh, let's let's talk about how. Being the good little podcast host that we are, Mm -hmm. we went to one event happening at Comic-Con this weekend. There was a panel uh, talking about how to get your podcast off the ground, how to start a podcast, how to grow a podcast, and we went to it. Um, Let's get... Let's get your thoughts on that. What did you think about that event? What did I think about it? Let, let's say let's do a little bit more about what it was about. It was hosted by two guys who have a successful Star Wars podcast called The Cantina Cast. Yeah. And they also, I didn't hear too much about this, but I guess they also have another podcast where they... Talk ha- about how much they love podcasting. <laughs> it was yeah. just to help people yeah. grow their podcast. And so they had a panel, it was like a and a thing, and they gave some advice.
1: It was what? really casual. I, I like their, sure. yeah. their interactive demeanor. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I feel like it was way more helpful and maybe even like inspiring to people who haven't taken their first steps yet,
0: as far as like the prep work and what you'd need to have to get into it. But um, and, and can I say something on top of that? Yeah. At one point, they pulled the crowd. They said, "Who here already has a podcast?" And way less people raised their hands than I thought yeah, were going I, to. I assume that the
1: people who were going there were people who had shows
0: i think it was us and two other groups yeah yeah um and it was probably 50 people were in the room uh, maybe 50 I, I would have guessed less less than 50 um but yeah it was, it was one of the smaller panels you know we're grateful that the guys from the cantina cast did that and yeah very cool you know i talked to them afterwards and we did some shop talk and yeah they had they had some good hardware recommendations and um some good suggestions yeah. Uh, anything that you took away from that that could help us to grow that you're excited about?
1: Hmm. One thing they said uh, that made me feel both uh, better about where we're at right now and also uh, really discouraged was that it took them about two years before they started picking up any steam and really gaining listeners. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a while off.
0: Yeah, and, and and I'm not trying to... to you know, say anything negative about the way that anyone in that room does their their podcast business, but they also made they also named a lot of mistakes that they realized a year or more into it. They're like, oh, we realized we'd been doing this wrong all along. And, you know, not to brag or anything, but a lot of the things they mentioned are things that we've already figured out in the short amount of time that we've been doing this.
1: Yeah. Or before, because we listen to certain things that we enjoy a lot and it's easy to take away from that. Like what What you like and like things that you're like, no, no, no thanks, we don't need
0: that. It's it's not just that you and I are big podcast fans and podcast snobs. It's that we did a lot of research on how to get this thing going before we even started it. We, we worked on this for a long time before we ever even took the first step. And I think that that pre-work really helped us out a lot. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I think we'll wrap up this little short episode. We'll call it like a bonus episode. And uh, I just want to close today... By doing like kind of a PSA type thing, you know, okay. uh, downtown Indianapolis has a canal in it, and we just we we see businesses out there that need our yeah. help, and we want to offer our help to them in any way that we can. Not not just businesses, even I would say uh, a lot of municipalities. Uh,
1: sure, you got your street signs, your yeah. maps.
0: If you your... live in an area
1: that has a canal, and it's a tourist attraction, I I for one would automatically consider just change it regardless of what it is uh technically speaking
0: maybe maybe go with river maybe call it a river <laughs> look if if you have that in your area yeah. you're going to want to put it into the name of the nearby attraction that you have to draw people to that area you know if you have an apartment complex that overlooks the canal you may want to put the word canal in the name of your apartment complex maybe- Maybe you have some sort of a port there and you want to name it the Canal Port. Maybe there's a bakery nearby and you want to call it the Canal Bakery Company or something, yeah, you know? Canal muffins. <clears throat> Look, you know? we just want to say yeah. to you, the people who own these businesses and these municipalities, there are vandals out there. And and there are accidents that happen as well. Sometimes natural disasters. Yeah. You know? And you may have a sign in front of your business that says canal bakery canal court canal muffins canal chocolates yeah uh canal port canal roses and maybe a florist look i just feel like you're setting yourself up for danger okay it's very easy to do something canal dentistry (laughs) (laughs) do you think people get what we're getting at yet uh no there's you don't want yeah. a sign that says anal court in front of your business. You don't want a sign that says anal muffins. You don't want anal dentistry. So just You don't want
1: anal acupuncture. Set yourself up for success. That's you all don't we're want saying. Anal baking, anal pizza. Your your advice was keep a C handy. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. have one in the back office. Make sure that there are extras because that C is gonna go missing. At some point. And you can't just leave it be. And, and, and you should also be aware of the placement of things like uh, trees or poles or other stationary objects that might, from certain angles, obstruct the sea in your sign. In which case you're just driving down the road and you see uh, Anal Ridge
0: Park. <laughs> That's all we're going to say about that PSA for this week. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about about Comic-Con? Uh... You know, I, th- I think we pretty much covered it all. Okay, well, we
1: saw, I, we saw a lot of great artists. There's a lot of good art there, a lot of good uh, craftsmen, and a lot of cool creative people. If you're not necessarily into comics per se, I would still recommend checking out some if you have a convention in your area. It's, it's usually fun, it's usually good people watching.
0: Okay, well, I don't need this yeah. to be a PSA for conventions. Well, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed this extra little fun bonus episode, and if you enjoy this fun extra free content that we give you please go to itunes rate review and subscribe leave a comment on facebook retweet us follow us something along those lines yeah we need that and we'll we'll send you stickers and buttons if you really want it we
1: definitely will even if you don't really want it we'll probably we might just stick one on you anyway okay
0: well this is really getting into full length episode territory so we gotta wrap this up okay wrap up your full length <laughs> Oh jesus christ